0: Action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to Kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. This episode contains spoilers, so please read the source material. You've been warned.
1: Age over. Scout!
0: It's what it's all about! Scout!
1: It's what it's all about! Scouts, what it's all about! Scouts, what it's all about!
0: Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and this is another episode of Two Scout Geeks, and I have my good buddy, John P. on the line. How's it going, man?
1: What up, man? How's it it going?
0: Going pretty well, man. Yet another week. We just recently had our debut episode, and man, I was really excited to to see that one uh, finally finally, uh, be released. Oh, yes. Uh, I know you're excited, right?
1: Oh, yeah bombarding everybody with it about like it's coming it's coming
0: (laughs) yeah me too man and i I think we got a lot of people excited hopefully everybody who listened to the first episode is now listening to this one as well Uh, but Mm -hmm. this week everybody we have really cool stuff for you guys we've got some really great books uh hey you know what john i'm gonna let you tell everybody what books we're gonna be talking
1: about today we're gonna be talking about loggerhead bloody by you by brian silverbacks we're gonna be talking about it eats what feeds it by Max Hoven, Aaron Crow, and Gabriel Umazark. Umazark. Umazark, yep. thank you. And then we're going to be talking about Grit by Brian Wickman, Castorino, Goff, and Myers.
0: Yeah. Three great books, all heavy hitters, I think and uh you know uh, what i i think i have a favorite of the three but it's not because one is better than the other it's just because it's it's the it's a full package for me there i mean they're all full packages but i mean uh it's 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 the same
1: thing especially these three they they're full packages but they they speak to different readers yeah and the fun part about it is like anyone can jump into these Uh and it's just an easy to like be enthralled by it but each one is and like how scout has said they try to make sure that none of their titles are the same thing yeah so that's the other thing this the each title will be uh better for somebody else and just good for somebody else because each title is different so that's one thing that you got to love about them is they don't try to make sure that they come out with something that's going to like hinder something else
0: yeah, definitely I, I I have to agree with that one uh, because uh, you know I think we're gonna be talking about loggerhead first and and loggerhead I think I'm a little biased with loggerhead man because I do a weekly yep. <laughs> I do a weekly live broadcast every Monday uh, with Brian Silverbacks and if you guys want to check that out just head on over to Brian Silverbacks' uh, page and my page at the House of Indy we do a weekly uh, live feed where we talk about um, the stuff that we've found that was really cool uh the week before uh we call it this week in geek and we just talk about geeky stuff and stuff that we watched and read and and listened to and all this crazy and it's it's fun but i'm a little biased because you know uh, brian silverbacks is my buddy so <laughs> so i i am definitely going to tell you that i love this one a lot already but it's uh because you know i already kind of have a really really cool friendship with 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 brian though
1: yeah, but at the same time, uh like I'm going to say at this point I have a bias with him too. We have different like how that came to be, but mm-hmm. he's he's really uh sold me just with the fact of just like how interactive he is with people and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I've talked to him multiple times at this point, and that was before I was even getting to like any like kind of media stuff in the reviews I do. Yeah, is he's just very approachable and like you asked anything about his stuff, he's like, yeah, yeah, here's this, and I got this, this is coming, this is how this is going. But yeah. like, he's very upfront about everything. And the other thing I love is because of the the comic book shopping network. Not only is he on there like selling his stuff, talking to people, but he's as much of a creator. He's a fan because I've watched yeah. him make sure he's buying stuff because like, Oh, I got to grab that. And it's, yeah. it's cool to see because you see that a lot, but mm-hmm. it's cool to see like right off the bat, like he's like, ah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this. I need to get that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he, he really is good about, now the uh, making sure that he uh, talks to people. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty cool dude. He's down to earth and he's definitely a, a guy's kind of guy, man. Um, let me, let me read you guys the, the, uh, the log line here for loggerhead before we kind of get into it a little bit here. It says the world as we knew it changed after the last of the great wars, leaving a large portion of North America, a dead wasteland. It's in that wasteland that the tales of a monster only known as loggerhead exists within this wasteland, valuable elements and minerals have been unearthed, creating a hotbed of illegal mining and overrun with scavengers. When some children find themselves endangered while witnessing an illegal scavenger mineral hunt, a protector rises from the murky depths of the wasteland to exact retribution. That's Matt, that's exactly that's that's exactly what this book is about, man. Yeah, uh, you definitely see a handful of kids oh, yeah. and they find themselves in in the middle of a <laughs> they're just hanging out and, you know, some <laughs> some I don't know, maybe some D bags that should <laughs> that and uh that just take
1: Yeah, you know and like the the the, the villains in this book kind of are kinda of like that. Uh like we're we're trying to collect this stuff, make our money, and we're about us. So yeah. they definitely have that attitude. And so it's right off the bat you get that the villains are exactly like that.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And But, man, I, I liked this a whole lot because I I watched Brian kind of go through the whole thing. And, and since he uh, started coming out with this, I've kind of followed him uh, from the very beginning of when I knew that this was going to come out and uh watched him kind of do his his draw his live draw feeds on on uh instagram and facebook and all that good stuff and and man it's such a cool process to kind of watch somebody create something like that and that's what really one of the reasons why oh yeah i kind of was, was excited to talk about this one
1: yeah and i mean i think what i loved about this one also is the factor that um he's he's had this whole thing and, and like I, th- I think anyone's kind of had that when they've ever wanted to write something or thought of like their own like characters of world is like he built mm-hmm. the 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 characters and their backstories and stuff and this is the first story he gets out of his uh, universe Kara prime where yeah. he really gets to just show off the character because mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. It, it's actually one of those things where i found out more about the character because i've had to I've like read stuff he's written, read stuff he's put in posts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because um, this is more of just like a snippet of it. Because like um, especially in this one, you get like the kids think of him as like a like a, a myth mm-hmm. and like uh, how he's kind of just like a monster who attacks, and then something he sees a protector, and so he's yeah. kind of like his own thing off on his own, and nobody knows if he even exists. And then like, but at the same time, if you go into like some of the other stuff he's written about it it tells more lore how he actually came to go into the Mm -hmm. swamps and everything and like so it's really interesting because it's it's really a character that um you kind of can just attach to and i think there was a a love for the character right off the bat because he had that old monster feel to him yeah we don't we don't necessarily have a lot of those anymore of like just like monster characters or monster like theme books
0: yeah yeah, it felt to me like a like a Sasquatch or like a like a Loch Ness monster type of feel to it. You know, he's a mystery and people think that he's just a made-up thing to kind of scare people away from certain areas uh, of the the woods and things like that. So, uh mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what the kids talk about when they are in a, like a campfire setting and and kind of talking about, "Oh no, that's just a made-up thing." You know, people people just tell those things to kind of scare everybody away. And then they find themselves yeah. in the middle of 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 actually seeing this kind of um, him kind of come to the rescue.
1: Um, and, and one of the the funny parts is I remember when it first was coming out, I was uh I was just getting the regular cover at first, and then my uh-huh. son was the one who made me get every cover because he ended up um with love. Like it's one of those things where like you have to love a character design. Uh huh. Um, and my son really has uh, has kind of attached to things when it's like. You know, because a lot of people attach to covers. So it's mm-hmm. really got to portray the character right off the bat. And so, especially with him, he's had like two of the covers that he's done um, the homage cover, mm-hmm. uh, the Venom one, and then the regular one where he's like slashing. Yeah. It's like both those covers you've seen of Loggerhead all over the place. Yeah. And it's like I've watched people really attach to the character because just the character is drawn and portrayed yeah. so that people automatically are sucked in. And yeah. sometimes that's all that takes. And, the, mm-hmm. That's why I think uh, even my son, who of course I don't let read the book, um, <laughs> really attached to the character because just the design and his look and everything mm-hmm. is very like draws you in, especially if you like like the giant beast monsters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I was really excited to talk about this one a lot, too, because back in the day, <laughs> I don't know if you used to watch that, uh, that TV show on like the History Channel, the... Um, uh, monster mysteries or monster hunters or i forget what it's called oh, yeah, you know what yeah, i'm talking yeah. about and i forget the
1: name of it but yes you
0: know what i'm talking about so and so and that's kind of when when i read this one and i kind of thought about this one that's what it felt like to me like watching a, an episode of that and i'm like oh this is this is exactly what i love like those monster mystery kind of uh tales and i think it is definitely a really good intro to hit the world that he's building here, because in the beginning, you know, they, there's conversations about uh, different things happening here, and you you don't really get a full picture of what the world is. But that's that's what what the beauty is, is of this is because he's building a world where he wants to create and write more stories about about characters in this world, and he's definitely doing that. He's got one coming out with Bloody Mary. Um, he's got a handful of them. He, he he's he's doing which his-
1: which right off the bat when I saw him announce that one it you could tell that was one that he's gonna have a lot of passion behind because he draws he does a lot of art of like the old like uh horror characters like jason freddy and all that so that definitely had a feel where it's like this is a character also that when he gets to make a book of that's really gonna be Mm -hmm. a really good book because that character is gonna have a lot of passion behind it
0: yeah, and it's and it's super cool to watch the process when he when he does goes out there and does this process, and, and right now I think he is finishing up his Kara Prime handbook of all the different characters and their backstories and all that stuff too. So yep. super super cool. This this is we're not the last time that we're gonna see uh, this kind of world that he's built, building that he calls Kara Prime. So I'm nope. I'm excited. Well, and the
1: other thing to point out also is he's already on top of doing care prime and releasing uh, that handbook. He's also been hinting pages of art. He's been doing of, yep. uh loggerhead with uh star, star bastard. bastard i try to say it because my son's still listening but it's one of those things where he's even pointing out that the characters Mm. uh which is another cool thing scouts doing all uh recently is they're starting to do some crossovers yeah and so that one's going to be interesting too because you're going to see him Mm. at least get to expand his universe already
0: yeah so i've got the insight on that one i'm kind of on the inside uh, of that conversation um i'm actually not allowed to say what i know <laughs> out, out over the airwaves uh because I've had uh I've I've spoken to Andrew Clemson uh as um, in the past and and i talked to him actually um handful actually sometimes daily when i talk to him as well so i kind of know a little bit about what's going on in behind the scenes with that one and obviously i have a relationship a friendship with uh with uh brian so i know a little bit about that i can't tell anybody i wish i could but there's there's something really right, awesome right. and fun in the works with that one guys and i'm excited and i wish i didn't have to bite my lip right now but uh, there's some really really cool stuff coming <laughs> out man and the stuff that i've seen from them oh
1: well we cool. we could just put that the because the thing is is like uh brian's just as bad at that as he can't say anything but he hints <laughs> yeah. he hints at enough stuff where it's like people are already like just tell us because he's like i've seen him post it yeah. multiple things where he starts to hint it like i'm also doing this and uh, i'm doing that because it's one of those things yeah. also where he's he's done that with um uh, variant covers he's doing mm-hmm. because um he actually just recently uh, for showed, uh said he submitted and first accepted one for an image comic i believe it was yeah he's so it's got, like he's he's yep. also where it's like get uh i'm not gonna say anything and it's like well you <laughs> said something now we're interested and <laughs> you may not be saying it but yeah. you said it yeah and yeah, so uh, it's it's just it's one of those things where almost that excitement too mm-hmm. much to handle so you gotta at least yeah. give something to get like say you can yeah. say something
0: I, I don't know how much I can say about the stuff that I know so I'll just kind of let him say it on his page and uh, maybe he'll right. maybe he'll talk uh, a little bit more on the live feed that him and I do every Monday so if you guys want to hear any more more, more uh, like inside uh, type stuff backstage stuff uh, yes. check over there because sometimes he does let some stuff slip because because <laughs> yeah he he likes to get it out there yeah. he's also doing a... Um, Uh, uh, he's doing a variant cover for recount i think that's already been kind of announced
1: yes and oh my gosh that yes it is it is officially announced (laughs) they haven't said if it's going to be their store or through somebody but they've officially announced that that's a cover for the recount yeah and um it's a beautiful cover
0: yeah it's an homage to Um, that's another
1: thing i really love lately about his stuff is is the variants uh, his variant covers especially are so different like his art style changes per the book
0: yeah he does he, he's got some really cool cool art style all right you got anything else to talk about uh loggerhead here
1: um not loggerhead uh but i'm going to call out scout and him right now because uh he he uh showed recently he's done a a mock-up of an action figure yes um so i've already told him and i'll tell him again keep (laughs) at it because my son wants one um (laughs) and then also scout get on the loggerhead plushie because (laughs) we at this point i've gotten multiple people in chats to say they want that so scout let's get on a loggerhead plushie loggerhead plush (laughs) and three three let's uh let's get uh everybody also knowing that on top of that we forgot to mention because uh he's only he only did i think the cover mock-up to 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 flaunt it, but he also showed off that he has, um, what was it? Uh, apex also coming. Yeah. Is another thing. Uh-huh. There's so, a handful of them. Yep. Just keep your lookout because at this point you're going to see a ton of stuff with Brian's name on it. Yep. Like throughout the next year. Yep. He, he, I think he's going to start blowing up,
0: man. And I, it's about time man, because he's hardworking dude, he's one of the hardest working fastest guys out there that I know.
1: Yeah. Cause at this point I think every day he's posting. <laughs> New stuff. So he's always he's always drawing. He's always doing. art. So and and we have to stop.
0: And we have to uh, say this out loud. Thank you to Brian Silverbacks, because he's the one who actually created our show logo. So, uh, the, the really mm-hmm. cool logo that you guys see for two scout geeks, he's the one that actually did that for us. And he actually donated that to us. So really cool.
1: Really yeah. cool. And we appreciate well, I mean, that. We also should thank him. Cause I mean, technically he brought us together. He did. It was him that, uh. He, he, mentioned, he uh, yeah. said, uh, when you were looking for somebody to do a podcast with, he was like, hey, you should check out John. And I was like, oh, well, oh yeah, well, sure. Well, so
0: that is a funny story. He, he Before we go to a break here really quick, he uh, he did mention like over the airwaves when we were doing a live feed and he said, dude, you 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 record with so many scout creators already. What you should do is go and do a scout podcast. And I've actually already been kind of thinking that already myself because I've said this plenty of times that, that a lot lot of friends who are who do other podcasts and stuff like that i'm always they always kind of come to me be like hey what's what's going on with scout i know they're doing some great stuff right now and they, i've become their go-to guy for scout comics and so and and it's just <laughs> it's just so funny that 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 scout comics became like one of my favorite in, imprints that i just went out and started reaching out to a lot of their creators to get onto the house of indie. And, and, and they've all said yes, and they've all been really humble and really cool to, to, uh, come on. And, and, and I appreciate everybody who has come on and who's going to be coming out very, very soon. And, uh, yeah, man, he did. He definitely said, Hey, man, you need to get together with John and talk to him and see what he'll do. Cause he does some really cool scout stuff too. So, um, th- he, we do have him to thank, uh, for, uh, this podcast. So yep. awesome. Awesome. All right, let's go ahead and go take take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about It Eats What Feeds It. All right, and we are back. We're going to be talking about... It eats what feeds at number two from Max Hoven, Aaron Crow, and Gabriel Umazark. Okay, this one is actually really cool. I I read the first one. I actually recently uh, had talked to um, both Max Hoven and Aaron Crow uh, on my other podcast, but we're not going to talk about that because we're talking about this podcast here. Um, So let me read you this log line, and this was actually my pick uh, this week, and, and I liked it so much, dude. I, I, I I'm actually waiting for mine to come in in the mail. I, I I ordered it way before, um, like FOC, uh, but some for some weird reason my my books didn't come in on time from Scout, which I don't think that was a that that's a problem from Scout. I think it was more of like a, a issue with the stupid uh thing that's going on with the mailing stuff going on right now so yeah the
1: mailing system
0: oh it's been pissing me off but unfortunately i haven't gotten my copy of it eats what feeds it to and atlantis uh wasn't built
1: for tourists uh so oh yeah i that, barely got oh. mine today for that so that so yeah.
0: so it's, it's this freaking mailing crap it's pissing me off but anyway uh let me le- read the log line for this episode this episode this uh, issue here <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks into his job, Kenny has completely fallen for Francois. He spends his days caring for her property and sliding raw meat through the attic door while spending his nights tending to Francois's needs in the bedroom. Oh, but late one evening, Francois' illness gives rise to a painful episode, leading her to desperately send Kenny on a mysterious errand to a rugged bayou bar. What secret elixirs lie at the bar? Does Francois' illness connect to what lurks behind that attic door? Oh, man, dude. That's exactly what I was actually going to ask here before I read that log line. Like, do you think that she is somehow connected? And you know what, guys? Spoilers. We should have said that at the top of the episode, but spoilers all day here. Um, So do you think that she's connected to the creature?
1: Technically, they had at the point that this comes out, they will have had multiple weeks to read this. The only <laughs> yeah. downside is that good luck finding a copy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is one of those ones that that uh that is been super hype. I, I already talked to a couple different guys who could not find a copy. Uh, I think you yes. can still find them. Well, on and Scout. they've
1: officially announced that uh, when when issue one came out, they've announced a, a second print of issue one. Mm -hmm. Uh, but issue two is officially sold out. So you have to run it down in a store because it is sold out at distribution and it is sold out on scout.com. I think the only thing you might be able to get is the variant still. And that's it.
0: Yeah. You can get the web store exclusive on, um, on scout comics, which is actually really cool because it has Kenny holding like a pig's head, boar's head. So, uh, super cool and creepy. (laughs) It's
1: beautiful cover.
0: Oh yeah, yeah i have I r I've I've just been getting the regular covers because I kinda like how they they're almost connecting here. And uh when I was Yeah,
1: that's the other thing. The regular covers and even the second prints of the regular covers uh-huh. are actually like Connected. very like connecting. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the second print looks like it's going to have a connection also.
0: Yes. So I talked to, uh, Crow and, uh, and, uh, Hoven here and they, uh, they did tell me, they gave me some insight. Hey, keep an eye out for these. Cause they're going to kind of connect a little bit. So each issue is going to kind of keep this kind of going. So, um, that's the only reason why I've been getting those, those regular covers and i am actually going to be getting mm-hmm. my third issue once they, once I see it on scout, cause I'm buying them straight from scout. So once I see, cause I dude, what's weird about this is I I've gone to my, my uh, local comic shops here and I can't find these scout books in any of my my shops man so um i gotta go out to these shops and kind of see what i can do to get them to get these scout books and
1: i've started to get the one near me because in tucson we really only have a few anyways Mm -hmm. so the main one They've started carrying a few copies of some of the books, but not yeah. many, but yeah. it's a slow process.
0: It is one of those things, and that's why I want to really kind of uh, do this this podcast so that we can get everybody kind of out there and aware of what Scout is doing and kind of get excited so that more LCSs out there can carry Scout books because, man, this stuff is great, and it's not going to go back. It's just going to continue to get better. So, so what, Mm -hmm. what did you, what did you think about this is, do you think she's connected to this freaking creature in the
1: attic? I think at this point she has to be just how it's, it kind of came through at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But the bigger thing for me is it's one of those things where it's, it's like, how, because if you really look at the book, like, especially like, she seems to be like, she's got like a secret about her, but it's like, how is that secret connected to that thing? Yeah. At first I thought in horror book wise in the first place, I thought she was going to be whatever this thing was in the attic. Same here. So when she wasn't, that also surprised me because I was like, wait a minute. So then how is she connected to this thing? Like how, how does that tie together? Yeah. Cause that actually threw me for a loop. Cause I was like, oh, okay. So she's going to be not what she seems. Well, she's definitely not what she seems, but it's like, well then what is this thing now?
0: Yeah, it's it's. (laughs) I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be the creepy creature," or she is the one that's gonna be. I was like, "Is she kind of like some weird cannibal?" Um, and and this one doesn't really give us too much insight till the end, where you see a little bit more of the creature, and and it still doesn't look. It still doesn't look right, man. That thing is still weird. But I think somehow she's connected to this thing. Maybe it's a part of her and that's like her, I don't know her, her creepy nature to need to feed or something. I don't know what it is, man. Um, so in this issue, you got Kenny, you know, obviously like in the log line to, to this, this issue, uh, she sends him out to a bar in the Bayou to go just to go find some guy. And she says, he'll know what you, what you, what, what I need. And, he runs into his his old uh, high school buddy. Well, not really a high school buddy. It's more like a high school bully who kind of just, you know, yeah, ended up there. And he's like,
1: "Hey, I know you, and <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna say we're friends, even though I'm bullying you while I talk to you."
0: Exactly. And 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 uh, anyway, Kenny ends up taking him back to the house and feeds him to this creature in the attic. Well, well she kind of nudges him and says, get in there, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. Kenny runs after him. And obviously, you know, in the next few panels, you see Kenny is completely bloody and, uh, and, <laughs> and he, this thing eats and tears that you can only imagine what he's doing. He's eating his friend or yeah. bull, bully. Well,
1: and, and there's a point too, because uh, when bug is bothering him and then talking to the guy that he meets mm-hmm. um he actually says you're the one who needs straightening out my guess is you you mess with young kenny here and uh francis will skin your, you herself uh-huh. yeah so it was one of those things where it was like oh okay hold on that that's another little thing to look at too because it's like he's he kind of knew that would happen
0: yeah and and you can tell that this guy he pissed off uh this dude <laughs> and he and uh he's like we'll just take him with you. You know, he this kid needs him get we don't we need less of these guys in the world. <laughs> so and uh straight up takes him and he feeds him to the freaking creature in in the attic. Mm-hmm. Um and but this kid thought, you know, "Oh, I'm going to take your job. I'm gonna get laid. I'm going to take uh your job and I'm going to take over, man." And I don't know, dude. This is, this is really, really weird. This chick has something going on. She's like, it's she, like the way Umazark drew her, dude. Like, she's like super creepy and mysterious and kind of sexy at the same time. And you're just like, uh, you're, you're almost almost like, uh, you're like, you don't want to think she is, but then at the same time, you're like, no, she is. You're like, wait, no, I don't think I need to think that she is. No, no. Like, so I love that what they did with that, dude. Super. oh yeah
1: well because it's one of those things they definitely drew her to look like that uh-huh. but they also gave her i would say the, the the design also gave that look of like where she kind of gives off almost like a a darker skin shadow to herself uh-huh. where it gives it like where there's something like she's amazing looking but hold on there's a little there's something we're not seeing here
0: yeah and and uh you know throughout the throughout the book you kind of see them kind of her kind of Having a little bit of a normal life, you know, they're they're he's uh, she's feeding this thing, throwing like uh, dead animals and things of that nature. But it gives me this idea that it's not enough, and eventually it needs more. It's gonna it needs to feed on on live. Uh, at this point, we've only seen the peep people <laughs> so um mm-hmm. so you know it needs some kind of uh you know appetite. it's got a crazy appetite for uh for something and it and she the way she knows it is because she becomes ill during this time and you don't see it at some points in here and then finally towards the end you kind of see that uh she needs to feed this thing a little bit more and that's why I kind of think that she's uh connected to this creature,
1: yeah. You got anything else on this book? Uh, That one, it's no, because that one, uh, I mean, I've been, I have the Ashcan, the first, the second issue. This issue, this series is just something everybody's going to grab. Yeah. Um, Especially like I've said, one of the biggest things with comics right now is um, horror stories like are Mm -hmm. thriving right now in the comic industry. And this is one of those that it felt like that they didn't even really need to push that much. Mm -hmm. It was being, and it was just selling off the shelves. Like, oh yeah. It was a book that was definitely uh, pushed. It was a book that I was pushing for, but it didn't seem like it needed much of a push. Like it was already like every time I saw it on like one of the live shows or on a store shelf, it was gone once it was put up.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely one of those ones that you if you haven't grabbed it, you got to get it. And yeah, I I heard uh, from a handful of other friends. I, 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 I told him, I was like, Hey man, you got to go get this uh, a particular buddy that I actually know. Actually, uh, Jerry green, the guy who actually created our theme song, I told him and I was like, dude, you got to check this book out. Don't sleep on this one, man. Just find it. And, and he was like, all right, cool. And then, uh, he couldn't find it in his shop. <laughs> and I yep. think, I think he eventually got it because he, he asked them to order it for him. Um, uh, but they didn't have it in the shop because they had, they had it sold out already. And, uh, they said, Oh, well, we can order it for you really quick. And, and he, I think he finally got it. Um, but man, it's so good. So good. I, you guys gotta go. Oh, yeah. Don't sleep on it, man. If you guys slept on it already, you know, go get the second printing of first and first issue and the second issue. Cause yeah, this is a good one. All right. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's take another quick break. And then we we'll, once we go to the break, we're going to talk a little bit about grit two. And then, uh, and then we'll talk some news. What do you think, John?
1: Sounds great to me. All right. Because we got plenty of news to go over.
0: Oh, there's so much news. Okay, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about grit. Hey, how's it going? Joey here. While you're taking a quick break from Two Scout Geeks, I wanted to tell you a little bit about the next book to put in your pull list. This one is called Concrete Jungle from Sheldon Allen and Carl Mossert. When a rogue telepath begins hijacking unsuspecting minds and bodies to commit vicious crimes, crooked detective Annie Brunson is charged with cracking the case with her new straight-laced telepathic partner, Faith Jones. Set among a backdrop of urban decay, exotic aliens, robots, and genetic mutations in this city, there are no good guys. There are no bad guys. There are only survivors. This book is coming to you October 14th, 2020. Put it in your pool now. Now back to the show. All right. And we're back. And you know what, John? I I, I read this one, um, but I did not. I got to the second issue and um, but I'm going to let you take this one over because this one is a little bit of our wild card here, um, but it's not as wild as last as episodes. <laughs> but I, That's true, yeah. But uh, I think we're going to call this, uh, this this third book Wild Card only because um, it's one of the books that if you fall asleep on this one, you're going to be mad at yourself. And I think that kind of goes with all of our other books. Yes. But uh, this one especially, man. So I'm going to let you take this one. Are you, are you cool with that?
1: Yes, okay. so Grit is, uh, and the description on the Scout Comics website is, when a re- routine troll hunting gig takes a gruesome turn, old man Barrow finds himself in a company of a wannabe doomsday cult. Just how's he going to get out of this backwoods nightmare? Well, that axe ain't gonna just show this uh, just for the show. Grit is something fried sword and sorcery and pulp fantasy adventure in the mold of the Witcher by the way of Southern Bastards. Um, and I'm going to click really quick and go over to the second issue. A mysterious wanderer comes across a mound of slaughtered goblins. She wants answers. And all signs point to Old Man Borrow. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for him, she decides to mount her interrogation while he's knee-deep in the swamp, hunting a <laughs> dream hag. If there's one thing Barrow hates more than a witch, it's two witches. <laughs> Things ain't looking pretty for our hero, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um. It just the descriptions for these books, uh, are just enough. Like, um, mm-hmm. and I've actually got people who are now reading the series just on the base that, uh, I believe it was, I, I forget where it was said, but somebody said it's pretty much think of, uh, uh, think of, uh, oh my goodness, who Clint Eastwood as a troll hunter. Oh. And I was like, yep, that's that pretty much. And it sold people on that. Cause that's kind of how the character is like that. Yeah, that, like the- Get off my lawn old man kind of thing like I don't give a crap <laughs> like it was yeah. right right then and there like people are sold on that book just on that
0: yeah and I think that's perfect way to say that and then I think how uh, how they said it uh, uh, the Witcher meets meets uh, Southern Bastards. That I I couldn't uh, agree more with that mashup of that's exactly what this is because when I was reading this book, just the the drawl it, itself, the way these people speak, it, is exactly that. And then it definitely feels like the like how uh, the Witcher is, or like this Lone Ranger type, or or uh, Clint Eastwood, like you said, you know, just walking through, and he's just this Lone Ranger kind of guy, you know, so. And Mm -hmm. a lone a lone ranger with his axe uh, and and just chopping up people for hire pretty much and and it's a really good book man this guy is very mysterious I want to know what he's what he's all about um they hint to a little bit of of what's going on with him a little bit in issue two I believe and then um and then we see what's going we 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 still don't know too much um but I think that's that's kind of that's kind of intriguing to me. It's it's very much intriguing to me.
1: Yes, well, and like I said, what I think I loved about this series off the bat, after reading the first issue and the second issue now, is the first issue um, gave you everything you'd want from how it's supposed to be, like a monster hunter. Mm-hmm. Where the first issue was just in your face action from beginning oh, to yeah. end. Yeah, where there was story and you got a little bit of that in there, but it was just pretty much action and. Mm-hmm giant i mean you had the giant blood monster all that stuff yeah um uh did we already give the warning spoiler because at this point if it's been a couple <laughs> weeks you need to be caught up on this series right yeah. spoiler yeah. warrant we'll have that in the description yeah when we'll, put it. we'll do but, that um, i'll do i'll do a spoiler so
0: action thing in the beginning of the show or something
1: like yeah, that <laughs> but uh action in your face the whole way and then the second one has action but starts to get into where we start seeing all of the characters mm-hmm. how it's going to start playing out yeah and you start getting a little bit of a backstory on uh the main character borrow yeah and so and i liked it he still kept that attitude Mm -hmm. like that i feel like that's the thing that's uh like i said the whole like uh i don't give a crap clint eastwood yeah (laughs) like it was like it was giving you that backstory and it was like supposed to be sad and he was kind of like ah i know how this goes and he just walks away like whatever (laughs) it's just (laughs) like all right
0: yeah and and uh yeah dude it's it's I think they kind of skipped a, a little bit did something a little bit different with this one uh you know everybody's first issue kind of you know everybody they kind of do this thing where they kind of introduce you to characters and they give you a little bit of a background to kind of get you going. Everybody says first issues are always a little bit slower to kind of, they want you to grab you, but then they're slower to get you into the story because they're kind of setting up the characters and setting up the scene and everything. I think this one kind of did it with the second issue. And, and uh mm-hmm. first issue was super action packed. You kind of got the guy, his, his name a little bit. You got a, an, an idea of what he kind of does. And and uh, and so he's he's kind of a B.A. in there and he goes in and fights these people and chops freaking trolls faces off and all that stuff in the first issue. And then you go to the second issue. It's a little bit slowed down, but it's not like one of the ones where you're like, oh, they they missed the mark. I don't think they missed the mark on this one. Uh, I do. Think no, it they is, definitely didn't. It is slowed down but I think they did a really good job because they gave me information that I needed to know in this one.
1: And even then they still had a little bit of the action fighting. Yeah. And and I liked how also when the, the, the witch that's supposed to be kind of like, which I still love the whole Clint Eastwood analogy. It's like, he gets that annoying woman that won't go away. That's (laughs) how this witch is. And it's like, she shows up and he's just like, just leave me alone. And it, I love already that character dynamic of mm-hmm. just like she she like kind of just ties up and up and you can't do anything. He's like, ah, can can I go now?
0: Yeah, she's and uh, it's just
1: like the the storytelling of just describing it all was just very well done. of was yeah. just like building each character already.
0: And, and the creepy characters in this one are super creepy, dude. Like like uh, uh, that that blood monster freaking creeped me out, dude. And then uh at the oh, end yep, and yep. at the end of this one where you got that big huge splash page of this a new character, this hooded character that you see here that uh that they said is a demon of end times or whatever. I forget the name. It was kind of a creepy name anyway. Uh but it's got this this crazy splash page. That. Oh, it's towards the end. It's uh it's it this thing is freaking creepy if you while you're while you're flipping to that page, dude. Um when I was looking at it. And the guy kind of goes, "Hey, kid, what's going on with you and there's no kid here and then uh, you you see this play- page all red it almost looks just like what happened with as she's kind of talking about you don't you can't get rid of those things they 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 don't die they they needed a ritual to get here, and you kind of basically need the kind of thing to get rid of it too so it almost makes me think that this that that blood monster or whatever it was mm-hmm. kind of possessed of somebody else. I don't know what it is or if that's if if uh, this uh, person that you see is exactly, you know, if it's possessed by this freaking creepy blood monster or what it is, this demon. Uh, but, man, it's such a creepy book because you get this this really great artwork with it. And then you get this creepy vibe towards the end and, and you're just like, oh, man, what did I just feel? OK, I'm on board. Let's do this again.
1: Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Um, another thing to go with that is Brian Wickman has officially announced, and I loved that he gave a specific to it because it shows the excitement of him. Mm-hmm. Heads up, issue one. So when issue one came out, it, it sold out through the distributor on day one. Wow. So there was no, it sold out in the first week. Uh-huh. They had every issue ordered already from the distributor. So it was gone. Wow. Issue two had a, has a smaller print run. And as of officially this week, issue two is sold out wow already so both wow i'd be looking for yes so it's going to be saying i have to make sure you uh, get the second printing or try to run down a variant cover because this book is that hot
0: yeah yeah well like wait um, like we've Scout been comics
1: saying. does have some of the regular cover left but i know it's not much
0: yeah, like we continue to tell you guys if, if these books are, are, are so good, man, you guys cannot sleep on this one. Eventually, because, because we're such a new podcast, we are kind of backtracking on some of these books a little bit. But eventually, what we're going to be doing is we'll be talking about books that have, uh, that have been coming out or they're about to come out. And then, uh, by that point, once we get to that point in these podcasts, if you hear us tell you guys, don't sleep on this one, or or make sure you put your order in, we're saying it for a reason. And, and, and may, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we have a little bit of uh, background uh, insight into this. And so so please, if you guys hear us say, hey, don't sleep on it. Get it right now. You're going to want this one. Like right now, I'm going to say this one. I know there's one coming out here in, in, in uh, I think it was November. The recount, don't sleep on this one. I'm telling you guys right now, mark my words, do not sleep on the recount. You're going to want to buy this first printing and then get it. And, and, and and John, you know, you know, scout already doesn't do a lot of heavy printing on on these books. So if you know, you guys, they only do small print runs anyway. So, uh, first issues and first printings, they they are, if they sell out, that's, that's all they got on first printing.
1: And that's the thing also is like, um, is Honestly, not just the selling out of the first printing, but the fact that they're making seconds and they're even talking about third printings now. Uh-huh. This yeah. is also new for Scout because uh, they, yeah. they, they, they make small print runs because they are a smaller company starting to build themselves up. Mm-hmm. But you're going to want to get on these series now because this is a company that's going to have – because they're continually announcing new series that are getting hot. Uh-huh. You're going to want to pick up on the ones that are coming out right now because these are the ones <clears throat> that are going to kick them off into the next year. And That's, since they're really low print runs currently, they're not going to be ones you're going to be able to get the first issue of later on. Exactly. Where it's like, oh, yep. this is like on TV or something. And it's like, I want to run down the first uh, first uh, yep. issue of it and I want to get the first uh, release of it. You're not going to be able to do that. Nope. This. but it's also one of those things where at this point, too, you're starting to see a couple of them already. Um, we'll go back to Murder Hobo is um, that officially, uh, you can't get the first copy of it. And officially, the first copy of it is now officially up to $20 a copy. So it's one of those things wow. where these books already that are from a, a kind of a n- newer developer that's mm-hmm. really getting hot, their their books are getting so hot that the original releases of them yeah. are starting to triple and quadruple in price.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see, like the uh, murder hobo is a perfect example of that. Uh, Like I was going to say, the only way that you're going to be able to get those first printings is through either a reseller or somebody who's doing auctions and stuff like that, because that's the only way that I was able to get my first printing. Uh, First issue of Murder Hobo. I have a buddy who does auctions and live auctions on Facebook. He's actually a fellow podcaster. I'll even drop his name. It's it's Brian Wayne at Cheers to Comics Podcast. So if you guys want to head over and check him out, if uh, if he's still running his ad, you guys would have already heard his ad play in one of our uh, our our uh, ads there. So check him out. And he does um, he does I think he does two weekly live uh, broadcasts and where he sells books. Check him out. Head on over there. Tell him Joey sent you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's the only way that I got one of my books is from him. And uh, uh, and if that's the only way, you're probably going to be able to get these, man. And you'll luck out if you can find one. But the best mm-hmm. way to do it is to either get your LCS to grab the book for you or go straight to Scout Comics before that once they once they have it up. Buy it because that's the only way you can do it and this actually goes perfect into our next uh, segment we're going to be talking about news and john i think you brought the news right
1: yes and i have a lot of it and i'm not going to be able to go over it all because i wasn't able to track down all of the info i wanted to um but to go with that we'll even go with uh because we're talking about how hard it is to get some of these books already um scout comics alone is already noticing it because on their web page a couple of their books have already Gone up in price because um, wow. the ash cans, especially. I wanted to point those out because one of the stories we'll talk about right off the bat is that uh, they announced that uh, Unicorn, which isn't even out yet, only the ash can by Ar- is being developed by Armory Films and Motor Content to feature Debbie Burn Berman' d- directorial debut, and wow, redoubled the- in price on just their page. Wow, so it went from five to ten dollars already on just that announcement alone. And so this was big for them too, because there's there's a couple of series they've announced. We already know that Wretch is in, the, is in development, but we're talking about um, newer stuff that hasn't even come out yet, hasn't even had a couple issues of, but that they put this out of, a, it's in development and it's an excitement one because uh, uh, Debbie Berman's uh, worked on Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain Marvel, and this is her first uh, directoral debut. So it's going to be another one of those big things because it's not just it's not just like a random person doing it. It's somebody that's worked wow. on huge blockbuster movies.
0: That's absolutely crazy, um, man, because I, I saw this this drop in the news, and I immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to go check this book out. And it's not even out yet. And I'm like, man, how the heck are we going to – this is freaking nope. awesome.
1: And, and uh, I, so, I freaking love it. So the funny – because the funny thing about that was I was telling you we need to get that. We need to review this. Mm-hmm. And I completely forgot I have the Ashcan coming, but I completely forgot that it's just the Ashcan. It's already it's already selling out in distribution. It's already going double, triple price. We're talking about a book that hasn't even come out yet. And mm-hmm. it's already going crazy.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. And and if you guys can get your hands on that ash can, I would definitely do that uh, because uh, and I haven't and I got some insight from because I spoke to Jonathan Hedrick today about uh, about the recount. And I don't know if you know this, but a, a lot of times when people do ash cans, it's usually like the first three or four pages of the book that's going to be coming out. the The recount is actually a four page story all on its own, and he's calling it it's it would be the zero issue, and that's what he how he calls it, and that's how he's, he uh premise that's how he sells it. So it's not even it's not even a, a, the first four pages of the recount. It's actually a story all on its own. So. Uh, when they put out these these ash cans, I'd go out there and grab those two guys. And right now I think uh uh recount is still yes. five bucks on scoutcomics.com. So go check it out.
1: It's only five bucks currently, but don't expect that to last long because yeah, uh especially- with that I was gonna say <laughs> it eats what feeds it. The ash can is still available, but it went from five dollars to now it's fifteen dollars. Wow. So- these ash cans are slowly escalating prices. and yeah. so, Children of the Grave are already eight dollars. So yeah, There's as we of these that are escalating price.
0: as as we record this, it's sitting at five dollars. So if you guys are listening to this uh, and it's in syndication, uh, you know it may not be at fifteen dollars. It may not be at five dollars. It may be up to fifteen dollars again. So. It's it's worth going out there, getting the ash can and then getting the books because you never know. It can be a whole story all on its own and you can get some insight into what's actually going to happen into the story that's coming.
1: Uh, the next thing I want to announce because it was their other big announcement this week because it's a new series for them was Frank at Home on the Farm is a new series officially announced by Scout. Uh, Frank at Home on the Farm is a period body horror mystery that tells the story of a man returning from the First World War to find his family mysteriously missing from their farm. This sets in motion a series of events that claw and tear at Frank's mind, body, and soul. Um, Tormented by the nightmares of Frontline, his mysterious voices that play in and disturbed by the townsfolk's lack of knowledge or interest in his family's whereabouts, Frank becomes more and more isolated on the farm as he tries to uncover where his parents have vanished to all under the watchful eye of the farm's animals. Um, I've already seen the the art for this too. It's going to be, this is going to be, if you want any horror book, this is going to be a, a really good one because this is going to be creepy too. Um, wow. And I remember one of the things they talk about is not only is it uh, a dark family one, but it's also kind of like touching on a couple of subjects uh, that are going to hit home too. But they are also um, Frank Begins his desperate search for the missing kin in a tale that is equal parts *The Shining* and *Twin Peaks*. So I love when they also give like little descriptions of like what the story's kind of like or what it's combined with, because usually it's not far off. (laughs)
0: Yeah, man. And when I read the logline to this one, I I think I immediately sent you over the the link to this or I was like, dude, did you see this one? Oh, man, it looks so good. I was I was really excited. I was like, man, I got I got to have this one and it always makes me it doesn't make me upset but I'm always like oh man why can't they just like post it on their website yet so that I can buy it already man like don't tease me by just telling me that you're going to launch it like because I'm on the mailing list and they send send me out stuff like months in advance telling me to look out for this book coming up and I'm just like come on when does right. it come out so I go look for, for when it's going to come out and it's not for a month or two I'm just like come on guys <laughs> but I guess that's just a collector yeah. I mean or the guy he gets
1: excited about books <laughs> uh moving on from that one uh what i'm not going to be able to talk about this so i'm just going to say it um black caravan has expanded their universe so much that i couldn't i i can't write down all the titles mm. um there was at least six or seven new black caravan uh universe yeah uh, a couple of them that already exist that were mm. uh, either a digital comic or like series yeah or other comics that are existed that are now being brought over to scout and being brought to Black Caravan then there's some new series that are being created by people that are being brought to Black Caravan but that horror universe that they made uh with Black Caravan is insanely expanding next year yeah. like we're talking like uh quadrupling in size in just the first year and that's it's super insane cool. how big that's getting
0: yeah, and we'll, well, tell tell some of our listeners out there, uh, if they don't know what Black Caravan is, tell them a little bit about what
1: that is. So Black Caravan started with the Electric Black, which was their first series, which is already uh, in development. Uh, I don't know if they've officially said it, but we already know it. Um, <laughs> it. That one's not hard to hide because that one's they've been pointing at for forever. Um, mm-hmm. The Electric Black is a cursed antique shop appearing in any time or space. Soliciting customers in hungers to corrupt or devour. The mysterious Julius Black is a store's demonic proprietor prop- and narrator. He alone, eh, with his psychopathic employees, regularly manip- manipulates patrons for their own devious purposes. Um, just a quick one, but uh, it so that started it, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, little stories, and it's got like kind of that thing of like he's showing off things in the shop, and like it shows the backstories of that item and stuff. So that was the start of the series. Um, We also have, but on top of that, we actually have was uh, another note to talk about Phantom Starkiller, which Mm -hmm. is the next one in the entry that uh, the ash can for that is officially out. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing that I found out for that is to get Phantom Starkiller, you have to contact a store that carries it or to go to the website scoutcomics.com, because Mm -hmm. it will not be carried by Diamond. It is a book that only will be uh, gotten through distribution to the stores that order it. Wow. Um, I, I liked that because it also showed another thing that Scout does is they really look out for the comic shops. Yeah. And also <laughs> since they're trying to make some of these ash cans where they're a collector's item. Mm-hmm. Um, Phantom Starkiller is an automatic $10 book. Wow. This, the, this one is so hot. This is not something you're going to buy uh for $5 and hope it starts escalating price it starts at an escalated price because <laughs> it's already a hot book yeah um phantom killer based on the uh toy series from uh super 7 mm-hmm. um is now part of that universe uh i don't know if you've gotten the first issue but i'm already sold on this book like i love the the characters the art it gives me that old like sci-fi mm-hmm. star wars effect almost but with like a darker feel of, like mixed with like alien um it's just amazing
0: i have not checked it out yet i need to and again this is going to be one of those ones get it get it when it's hot get it now uh before you before it's too late and I love that, that idea because I, and Scout is one of the ones that has been doing really cool stuff for, for the LCS. And, and, uh, when you guys, uh, you know, I know that for a fact that they kind of, they, they partner with them and they make sure that they kind of do some really cool stuff with them and stuff. So, uh, I'm really excited about that. I like the idea of, you know, contact your LCS directly, have them get it or go to, the, or go to scout.com. Um, I would probably, it would probably be cool for you guys to go through your LCS first and do that kind of thing. Cause we definitely want to see our LCS survive.
1: Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah. and the, the thing I like about this also is the fact that you have to go through, uh, your local comic shop to get this book is, um, it also shows that it was a good move by scout because if the fans really want it, they can go to their local comic shop mm-hmm and the comic shop has to contact Scout, yeah. which starts the process of actually making a connection with Scout. Yeah. So I think this is a good move with them, especially with the Ashcan, mm-hmm. since they're kind of more just a, a, a kickoff to the series and get people interested. Yeah. Um, it really sets it off where, especially with Phantom Star Killer, who already yeah. had a following, mm-hmm. you can easily push this into shops where it's like, oh, hey, we were calling because a customer wanted to order this. Oh, cool. Well, while we got you on the line, let us talk to you about how we we've got what we've got and how we work with stores to help them out also Mm -hmm. so it's it's i think a really good move by them because it makes it so that they can communicate to other lcs's without having to try to find a way to communicate
0: exactly and it's and it's one way to get scout books in your shop and make sure that they are always there and they they do Mm -hmm. some really cool stuff stuff uh for for the lcs man and that's one of the reasons why i like them a lot um super cool man
1: uh all right man what else we got anything else okay we got we got two more things uh we'll talk about we're just gonna run over these two um so we got three things we're gonna run over these two because they're kickstarters but right. uh Kyra officially released uh at scout and through your lcs's for the regular trade the uh Uh, exclusive cover signed on kickstarter only has three days left so if you want to grab that you need to get it now Uh, ninja nuns is officially two hundred dollars away from their last stretch goal Mm -hmm. Um, and they have 13 days left on kickstarter to get your copy of ninja nuns on top of that they've officially announced ninja nuns will have a regular release through scout also so you you don't get it on the kickstarter it will actually have a release through scout this is just a a pre-release kind of to see get fans interested in it
0: super cool and and by by the time you guys listen to this those probably have already ended and hopefully yes. you guys have backed either of those and and uh if not hopefully we can And see don't it again.
1: worry yeah. because we i will be posting all over uh multiple <laughs> pages for people to know to get in on this at the this is the last chance of special kyra yeah um and everything because it's this is the last chance for that yeah so you're gonna know about it but yeah. just know that these books are at least you're gonna have they have the kickstarters and they have a regular
0: release mm-hmm. and then uh, as we record this i think uh, metal shark 2 uh, and you, the foc is i think to, it's today or tomorrow or something like that as we record this um so uh We record these at least an an hour or an hour we We record these episodes a week before they are released so um uh, you guys may have already had it in the stores by the time it gets to you this episode gets to you so Sorry, we're a little behind, but <laughs> uh, we don't record these live, but uh, but we will definitely try to get you guys some information out there as quick as possible uh, a little bit next time. So, but I, 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 I'm right there with you, man. If it's out, there, get it.
1: All right. So the last thing we have to go over, which is the biggest, most exciting news, is Atlantis wasn't built by tourists, is officially sold out on the Co- Scout website and... <sighs> through distribution, so Eric Palicki will be, he hasn't posted it yet, <laughs> but he will be getting a tattoo of the main character.
0: Oh, man. Is it going to be of the main character or is it going to be char- the character's
1: it's tattoos? It's one of the character's tattoos. He hasn't oh. said which one, which means he's either they're getting a massive back tattoo or, an, or a sleeve, but he's going to be getting a character <laughs> of of one of the character's actual tattoos. Oh, man. But I found out today Uh, I knew that it was already sold out on the scout store, but I found Mm -hmm. out today through one of the uh, lifestyles that they were not able to order any books because it's sold out of distribution. So we're officially out of that book and he's going to have to get a tattoo. uh, (laughs) And he's he's probably excited because he did that because he loves tattoos. But at the same time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wonder if Scout's gonna get involved in that and be like, no, no, no. We want you to get the biggest one. You, you put your money where your mouth is,
0: right? And they gotta, he's gotta, he gotta do a live feed. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. He said he would do a live feed of it too. Oh,
0: awesome, awesome. I'm gonna message him after this recording and see what he's gonna get. I'm gonna see if I can get it out of him and see what which one he's gonna go
1: for. And um, that wraps up the news. Like I said, I didn't know all of the uh, Electric Black stuff because mm-hmm. there was like too many to track down in time so but that will be posted multiple times and you'll hear more about that over the next coming weeks
0: awesome man all right that was a lot of news man that was really cool and and thank you guys for hanging out with us uh and and listening to this really cool stuff again john i appreciate you hanging out with me every week right here on two scout geeks next week we'll have some really cool stuff uh, we have some, some, some really interesting things, uh, set out for you next week. I don't believe we have landed down our, uh, our books yet, but by the time you hear this, we will have already landed our books for the next following episode. And, uh, I, yes. I guarantee you it's, it's going to be something good. I guarantee you it's going to be awesome. We're going to bring you guys three new books, some more awesome news, and you're going to get us right here on Two Scout Geeks. You got anything else to tell everybody out there, John?
1: No, I think I've bothered them enough for today, but uh, <laughs> I'll make sure I do it throughout the week so they'll know more.
0: All right. Awesome. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Have fun and don't sleep on these books. We'll see you later.
1: Scout. Later.
0: It's what it's all about. Scout.
1: It's what it's all about. Scout what it's all about. Tell what it's all about.